Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Joe of Word of Prayer Cultural Center in Largo, Maryland. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It is my prayer that you are both blessed and enriched by what you hear. Feel free to share with friends and family, and also feel free to follow us on our social media outlets, Facebook and Instagram. Our social media handle is at Wopsy, W-O-P-C-C. Visit us online at wopsy.church. God bless and happy listening. We serve a God who's big, worthy of all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. So come on, put your hands together and bless his name. See, the scripture says you all that we ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And we should come into his courts with praise. So that means when you walk through that door, you ought to be praising God. Amen. It says, be thankful unto him and bless his name. So listen, you all. I, I, I don't need no preacher to preach me happy. I don't need no deacon to pray me happy. I don't need no praise team to sing me happy. But, I say but, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and, and all that he's done for me, my heart cries out, hallelujah, I thank God for saving me. Come on and give that great God some great praise. Come on, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God and in the mountain of his holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you all ready for the word? Come on, y'all don't sound like it. I said, are you all ready for the word? Hallelujah. You can take your seats. Glory to God. I'm going to continue for this last Sunday in the month. I'm going to talk about this perpetual favor. I'm going to show you how to get the perpetual favor in your life. So, 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 so let, 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 let's pray. Let's pray. Dear God, Heavenly Father, we come right now in the name of Jesus. God, we love you. We adore you. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. God, we realize that if it had not been for you on our side, where would you be? So, God, as I stand here to proclaim your word, God, Lord God, I ask that you anoint me afresh. Let your word go forth with boldness and with clarity, Lord, till someone may say, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? These blessings we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I want you to turn in your Bibles with me to Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. I want to read for your hearing verses 2 through 6. If you could get that for me. Give me the King James Version. I'm old. I use the King James Version. I may switch up later on. Right. <laughs> okay. That's Isaiah chapter 43. I want to read for your hearing verses 2 through 6. Yes, Lord. I want everybody to listen. This, this is it right here. This is, this is it, what I'm getting ready to show you. 
Okay, that's Isaiah chapter 43, verses 2 through 6. Okay, it says, when thy passes through the water, the waters is your situation, your problem, whatever you're going through. When thy passes through the water, he says, I'll be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Glory to God. Listen, listen. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. I, I, I love the way when God talks about this, he says, For he says, For I am the Lord thy God. I'm the Holy One of Israel. Come on, don't, don't play with me. Thy Savior, I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sabah for thee. I'm a bad man. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou have been honorable, and I have loved thee. He says, therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Now, real quick, I want you to get Acts chapter 13 and verse 44. Acts, I'm going to take my time today because I want you all to see this. I really could take my seat. From that scripture there. Really? Let's, let, let's look at Acts 13.44. Acts chapter 13 and verse 44. It says, Now they were in the church that was at Antioch. No. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and the religious proselytes followed. Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And it says right here, this is what I want you to see. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. So, so, so listen, after they preached the word of God. The Bible says that the favor of God came upon their lives and they went out. Somebody say went out, went out. They went out into the city. Evangelist team, evangelism team, we got to get back on the stick. They went out into the city. And it says on the next Sunday, almost the whole city came to hear the word of God. You got to go out. You got to go out. So, so Wapsi, listen, listen. When we pray, we are supposed to pray according to the will of God, Bible study, which is the word of God. So, so let's make this perfectly clear. You cannot pray for someone else's husband. You cannot pray for someone else's wife. That, that's not in accordance with the will of God. We cannot pray for someone else's calling on their life, somebody else's gift or, or somebody else's talents or 
their portion. Amen? So, Bishop, why did you say something like that? Because I've been in ministry for a long time. And I had someone to come up to me and say, that's supposed to be my husband right there. God told me that's supposed to be my husband. No, he married. That's not supposed to be your husband. That's not the will of God. All right? Yeah. Listen, you all, I'm trying to get this perpetual favor in your life. Amen? Listen, if we can find a promise in the word of God, which is the Bible, and, and see if we can take that to God in prayer by faith, asking him according to his word. And the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, I need that. 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, if you can get that for me. 1 John chapter, chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. Can we get 14 and 15? Well, I'm going to read. I have it right here. It says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, but it got to be according to his will, he hears us. Then 15 says, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever, what is whatsoever? Whatsoever we ask. We know that we have the petition that we desire of him. It's as good as ours. It's as good as yours. You can take that to the bank. So, so listen, Isaiah 43 is saying, he will give people for our lives, and he'll give men for thee. So, so what we need to start doing, church, is to ask God for men for thee and people for our lives. So when we begin to pray, you begin to call people from the north, the east, the south, and the west. Somebody with power, influence, and that's financially endowed to help you raise up a standard in your life so that you can have this perpetual favor on your life. Are y'all praying with me today? So, so, so if you're going to stand in faith for your blessing, what should you do? You should go to God in prayer and say, Father, your word declares. According to your word in Isaiah 43, you got to you, you got to pray back his word that you will give people for thee and men for my life. So, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I stand in faith. I believe according to your word that you will give men for thee and people for my vision. So, Father God, your word says, if I stand up and if I spread the word of God, that you will cause the favor of God to come upon my life. Are y'all hearing me? And because, look, and because I'm going to stay in your will, and because I'm going to continue to do it your way, I thank you that not only favor, but perpetual favor will be upon my life and my ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, I, I declare and I decree that the whole DMV is going to come to Wapsie, WPBI, Faith for the Fellas, and all the ministries in this church. 
to hear and be taught the word of God. But it's according to your faith you be it unto you. Y'all, y'all, y'all have to excuse me. I'm stretching my faith in this season. Is anybody all right with a little faith talk? Is anybody willing to stretch their faith? See, see, it's, it's all back to faith. Because we walk by faith and not by what? Tell your neighbor that's a good word. Tell your neighbor that's a good word. Tell them, Bishop preached a good word today. Amen. Now, now, let's look at Mark eleven twenty three. It's the Gospel of Mark, chapter eleven and verse twenty three. It says, "For verily I say unto you, that whosoever there's that whosoever who's it, who is that? There you go." <laughs> Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thy removed, and be thy cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which you saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So, 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 Bishop, how do you believe that you receive when you pray? You believe you receive when you pray, it's just as if you were putting something in layaway. Oh, oh don't act like y'all don't know about layaway. Y'all haven't had them black cars all your life. <laughs> check, listen, check this out. We're stretching our faith. We're building it upon the measure of faith that each one of us have. Each one of us have the same measure of faith. Because listen, the, the raw state of everything that you need in ministry, everything that you need in business, everything that you need in life already exists. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16, I'm going to go ahead and read that. It says, for by him, listen, listen, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, Listen, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created by him for him. So, so this tells us that, listen, there are two arenas that exist. There is an invisible arena and there's a visible arena. And as believers, listen, we have authority in both arenas. Did y'all hear me? I said we have authority in both arenas. See, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, I want to read that. Can you grab that real quick? I want you all to see that. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. I'm going to read this. God has already blessed us with spiritual blessings. God has already blessed us with spiritual blessings. So if he's already blessed us, guess what? 
I'm already blessed. Come on. You already blessed. We already blessed. So, Wapsy, I believe that our new church building is on the way. Come on, y'all ought to clap harder. I believe that God has given people for thee and men for my life because I'm operating in faith. I've already, I've already asked God for it on Monday. Now I'm just saying, Father, I just want to thank you that I believe that I have already received men for the vision and people for my life. So, Prophet Cindy, what do you do when you walk in the church and you see the empty seats? You start prophesying to them empty seats. You talk to them empty seats. You say, empty seats? I call you filled right now in the name of Jesus. See, I already prayed about you, empty seats. And I believe, God, that he's sending people from the north, the east, the south, and the west. And from Bedside Baptist to fill up every seat in this church. Then he's going to fill up every empty heart. He's going to fill up your personal needs. Can I get a witness? His spirit is going to fill up this place until it overflows into the entire Prince George's County and beyond. Holy Spirit, you already know where the people are. You already know what they're doing. You know they're out there washing their cars. So Holy Spirit, you go speak to them. And you bring them into the WAP. And empty seats, I call you filled right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Are y'all praying with me? Are y'all praying with me? See, I've already declared, I've already believed that I received a full house in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I say glory to God. And listen, don't send them just anywhere. You send them to the what? When you know they're going to get, they get taught the word. See, I hear people say, I evangelized them, and I told them, you know, just so long as they go somewhere, just so long as they in church. No, because there's some churches out here, you all, that's not right. You send them to the what? where you know they're going to get the word. All right? Because, see, if you send them to one of them other churches that's not right, and then three months later, you see them, and they don't know if, he, if they are he, she, or it. Their blood is on your hands because you sent them there. As I said earlier, it's kind of like putting something in layaway. When you put something in layaway, you don't have that actual thing in your hand. But look, you go around, you go around telling everybody, oh, I got something in layaway. And one day, it's going to be in your house. Glory to God. See, see that reminds me uh, of preparing for the first day of school. Y'all remember that? Oh, man. We used to go to Flag Brothers. Anybody? Mortons? No, no, no. I mean, Mortons. Hey, look. Millennials, I'm sorry. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be clean. I'm going to be clean on that. You don't have nothing. You don't have it. But you tell the people, I'm going to be clean on that first day of school. You're not going to be able to tell me nothing. So, Bishop, 
How do you get it out of layaway and, and into your house? So how do you get it into your life? You get it into your house. You get it into your life through faith communication. Without faith, we know that it's impossible to please God, right? So I've already asked. I've already believed. And now it's time to communicate. Amen? So what is faith communication? Faith communication has a three-dimensional component. It's faith confession. It's faith command. And it's a faith cry. The faith confession is directed about the subject. The faith command is directed towards the subject. But that faith cry is directed to the almighty God. Hallelujah. So faith communication is saying something in agreement about the word of God. Regardless of my circumstances, regardless of what it looked like, regardless if my bills are behind. See, a faith confession is, I believe all my bills are paid right now in the name of Jesus. I believe every seed in this church filled in the name of Jesus. Regardless if I see the empty seats, regardless if my bills are behind, it's speaking not of the level of what I see, but of the level of what I believe. Amen? So faith command. Bank account, I command you to be filled right now in the name of Jesus. I command every seat filled in this church. I command my body to work. I command my knees to function properly. I command diabetes to be gone. I command high blood pressure regulated in the name of Jesus. See, that's a faith command. That's a faith command. So a faith cry is altogether different. A faith cry is, Father, you promised me that you will fill every seat in this church. And I declare every seat in this church filled in the name of Jesus. See, see when you're making a faith cry, you're not mourning or or complaining or groaning, you are like, you're not in despair. You're not in despair. But you're just reminding God of what he promised. Glory to God. You say, God, you promised me. That's all you got to do. All you have to do is remind God. God, you promised me. And listen, you all, God does not mind you reminding him of his promise. Because the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43, it says, plead your case. State your case. So you go and you remind God of his merit. You have to remind God sometimes, Wapsie, God, I've been paying my tithes. God, I have to hold you to your word. And your word says, Bible study, if I bring all the tithes into the storehouse, your word says that you will open up windows in heaven and pour me out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. God, your word says, he says, if I, 
if I be lifted up from the earth, he said, I'll draw all men unto me. God, your word says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins and I'll heal the land. Wapsy, you got to remind God of his word. Come on, Bishop. You're making this up. I don't know about that, Bishop. Well, let me show you in the Bible. Did anybody else in the Bible do that? Yes, they did. Do I have any Bible readers in here today? Hezekiah did it. The Bible says that Hezekiah was sick and unto death. The prophet came and said, boy, you're going to die. And you will not live. Hezekiah looked at dude. Hezekiah said, what? Hezekiah thought about that thing, church. Hezekiah said, hold up. Wait a minute. Before the prophet could get out the gate, Hezekiah turned his face to that wall. He reminded God of his word. He said, wait a minute, God. You can talk to God like that, too. He said, wait a minute, God. Hold on just one minute, God. I've been faithful. I've been coming to church. I've been worshiping and praising your name. I haven't been laying in the bed on Sunday mornings. I haven't been doing that bedside Baptist thing. I've been paying my tithes and my offerings. I've been living right, God. I should give something for my faithfulness. Without faith, we know that it's impossible to please God. But I'm walking in faith, God. Listen, listen, listen. And before the prophet could get out of the gate, the Bible says that the spirit of the living God turned around. Go tell Hezekiah, I'm adding 15 years to his life. Glory to God. Hezekiah, he cried out to God, and God heard his cry. Can I get a witness? Somebody shout, faith cry. Faith cry. I submit to you, church, that there are some things on hold in the heavens that have your name on it. They're waiting on you to cry out for them. Let, let, let me say it one more time. I submit to you, Wapsy, that there are some blessings up in heaven that have your name on it, waiting for you to cry out for them. See, I got that faith confession down, Bishop. I got that. I got that faith command down, Bishop. But that faith cry, that faith cry. But I'm here to tell you, you had better believe that I'm going to start crying out for my stuff. I'm going to start crying out for my favor. Say, I'm going to start crying out for my perpetual favor. How many of you are ready to cry out for your favor? Glory to God. Listen, listen, I want you to hear me clearly. James chapter 5 and verse 4. It says, behold, listen. The hire of the laborers who have reaped down the fields, which is of kept back by fraud. See, they've been keeping your blessing back by fraud. Cries out. And cries of them which have reaped are entering to the ears of the Lord of Sabbath. See, see, the scripture says that, that there are two things crying out. Listen, Wapsie. The harvest 
is crying out to be released. That's your blessing. Your blessing is crying out to be released. And the harvester, that's you, you should be crying out saying, I want my blessing. I want my harvest. And listen, both of the cries are going up to the ears of Jehovah Sabbath. And Jehovah Sabbath is the Lord of hosts. He's the commander in chief. I, did, I didn't say the commanders like the Redskins commanders. I said, he's. <laughs> I just want to make sure y'all was up. All right. Listen, listen. He's the commander in chief. He's a war wager. <clears throat> he commands the stars and the moon to get in place. So, Wapsie, you had better start crying out for this perpetual favor. If there's anybody here who wants God's perpetual favor in your life, and who's not ashamed to cry out, to yell, I want that perpetual favor on my life. I want my blessing. I want y'all to repeat that to me real loud. Say, favor, favor. I'm commanding you. Be released and come to me. Angels, go get my favor. Gabriel, bring my blessing. Bring it to me right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, y'all. Listen. Your, your, your favor is crying out to be released. Your blessing is crying out to be released. Your money is crying out to be released. Your health is crying out to be released. Your breakthrough is crying out to be released. Your wholeness is crying out to be released. You are the harvester you are. You better start crying out for your blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Say, I want my blessing. I want my healing. I want my deliverance. I want all God has for me. And God will do it for you. I say, God will do it for you. Yes, he will. If you don't believe it, then read your Bible. He did it for the woman who had an issue of blood. He did it for Daniel in the lion's den. He did it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He did it for the man who was at the pool of Bethesda for 30 and 8 years. He did it for blind Bartimaeus. And I'm here to tell you, you all, he did it for me. Listen, has anybody seen the hand of God move when they cry out in faith? Not crying out complaining, but crying out with compassion. A cry full of faith that says, God, I believe your word is true. I believe that you're faithful to perform. I believe that I shall live and see it happen. I declare and I decree that you shall see God's goodness in the land of the living. Do I have a witness in here? Somebody shout, I'm going to see it. Somebody shout, I'm going to see it. Somebody shout, I'm going to see it. And if you believe that, I dare you to give God some praise. Come on. You can do better than that. I said if you believe it, I dare you to give God some praise. I don't know about you, but even the special pouring of perpetual favor that our pastor spoke over this house is still in the atmosphere. Glory to God. And we got one more day. Somebody shout one more day. Somebody shout one more day. Does anybody know what God can do with 24 hours? Does anybody know what God can do? I've, I've seen major 
turnarounds happen in less time than that. I've seen major things happen in 24 hours. I've seen the miraculous happen in minutes. So I need about 50 people who believe in with me that a shift is get ready to happen in the next day or two. Come on and praise them like the shift has hit your house. I say, come on and praise him like you already received that blessing. Come on and praise him like the shift has hit your house. Come on, praise him like there's something in it for you. Praise him that you're expecting a blessing in the next 24 hours. Praise him like there's a release with your name on it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I say glory to God. Come on and open up your mouth and say something to God. Ask God for your individual blessing. You go ahead and cry out to God right now. I believe that God is shifting the atmosphere. For praise is shifting the atmosphere. Your faith is shifting the atmosphere. Hallelujah. I believe that we praise Jehovah Sabbath, the God of angel armies. He's warring on our behalf. I said the God of angel armies. He's warring on our behalf. I believe that when you praise, battle is being won in the spiritual realm. They're about to manifest in the natural realm. We're about to get that blessing out of layaway. Can I get a witness? Come on, if you believe that, don't stop praising him. I said if you believe that, don't stop praising him. Somebody shout perpetual favor is mine. That perpetual favor is mine. Perfect, perpetual favor belongs in my house. Perpetual favor belongs to my family. Perpetual favor is all over me. It's in front, it's in back, it's on the right, it's on the left. It's over me and it's under me and it's keeping me alive in the name of Jesus. Now go ahead and give God one more praise all over the building. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God for this perpetual favor that we are about to receive in our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God.